All right, it's 6.23. What's news? Well, young South Africans are spending about 1,300 rand a month looking for work. This is according to a survey by Open Dialogue. They did a, a survey on about 2,200 participants, and those are sort of the round figures they came up with. What else do we know about uh, these figures that, that have come out? So, so it, of the sorry, Mel, of the 1,293.82 rand, they uh, split uh, between transport costs, which is about 480 rand, internet mm. costs 470 rand, mm. and the other costs 350 rand, such as printing, application fees, and food. I mean, it's a lot of money. That is, when you don't have any, that's exceptionally a large amount of money. Um, of the people who took part in the survey, about 27.3% spend six hours a week looking for work. 26% spend about 24 hours a week looking for work. 18% spend 10 hours. 15% spend about three hours a week. And 11% spend about an average of 16 hours a week. Yeah, look, nobody said it would be easy, but uh, what can we learn about all these uh, numbers? Ravi Naidu joins us on the line, CEO of the Youth Employment Service. Good morning. Thank you for your time, Ravi. Uh, good morning to you and your listeners. Uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't think anybody expects it to be easy to find work, but I mean, it surely is uh, very difficult when you look at um, just some of the findings that came out and also uh, the recent stats by Stats Essay around uh, unemployment figures amongst young people. Why do we find ourselves here? And, and why is it seemingly such a costly exercise to find work? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, th th these are not good figures, and, uh, uh, and it shouldn't be that difficult. And uh, clearly, South Africa needs to do something much better for its youth. Uh, the problems, I mean, we know our demand side and uh, supply side, you know. Uh, so... Um, I mean, hopefully, you know, as we come to the end of COVID, we will find uh, some improvement in the sectors that typically absorb young people, you know, like tourism and retail and restaurants and SMEs. Hmm. So, so uh, one will look to see if there can be uh, some improvements in those. Yeah, I'm actually glad you, you brought those sectors up because I suppose, you know, it segues into the question I did want to ask about, you know, where should we be looking as young people and how do we measure ourselves, you know, based on, what job opportunities are out there, for example? Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 um, I mean, clearly, in, in terms of how one measures yourself, I mean, the, the people are doing the right thing. So, youth are doing the right thing, which is really looking to find a job. And I think one will have to look to find any job that's available because there aren't that many. Hmm. Uh, you know, we lost two million jobs in the last uh, two years with COVID. It's almost 100,000 jobs a month. There will be a bounce back, but not by that much. Yes. So it is going to be a very constrained market. So, and unfortunately, it's, uh, it is generally very expensive. I mean, what we've done, uh, if I can just say, with the youth employment service, so yes, with other partners in the youth sector, like Arambi and the Department of Labor and so on, is to uh, create a platform now that reduces the cost of uh, searching for work. Because uh, it's online and it's zero based in terms of, uh, in terms of data, um, and it's called the SA uh, Youth uh, .mobi. I mean, I can mention that, but 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 you know, I mean, obviously, people have to do whatever they can to find work. And so, if you're not using online platforms like the one which had just been uh, created, I think it is rather expensive. Uh, Ravi, this is Owen speaking. Uh, speaking. Um, as South Africans, we're quick to blame governments for the lack of jobs out there, but it's, they're also not to blame with the pandemic that's just taken place, and we hopefully are coming out of that for the, the past two years. 
But what else can be done in order to ensure that the youth do find work? I mean, it's, it's a difficult market at the moment, and we need to be optimistic and give them some kind of hope uh, that they will find some kind of employment. Yeah, so, so clearly there is a very important role for government in things like regulations and reducing red tape for SMEs and so on. The private sector have created the Youth Employment Service, so we've got about 1,800 private sector companies, including the large ones, and that's to place young people into youth and companies that sponsor .mobi. Mm. Um, and so uh, youth can go online, uh, no cost, no need to pay for transport, and you can register, and then all the different uh, training and employment uh, uh, programs, the ones I've mentioned, the presidency and the Rambi, it's sort of all linked to that. So we're all trying to draw from the same pool just to reduce the costs. So that's on the private sector with the public sector. But, you know, it's up to every individual, I think, as well. So, you know, if you have a business, you should be trying to, you know, look at how you can bring people in. If young people should even look at, you know, just working for free, anything that gives you work experience, uh, anything that shows that, you know, you, you, you are trying. And it's obviously very difficult. But I think, you know, when one looks at CVs and so on, you want to see, has this person tried? You know, they, they haven't been, they, they haven't had a job that's been paying them, but they've been doing something. They've been trying to learn mm. and so on. Right. So right. It's, it's very, very difficult numbers. But I think the more people can try and the more you have systems in place, like I mentioned, for the private sector that people could use, um, I think uh, the, the more of an impact you can have.